If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings with Jim Valley at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Wednesday on the show, and you know what that means? Tonight is AEW Dynamite. And we have six matches announced for the show thus far. We also, of course, had NXT last night. And in the final segment of the show, we'll do the world-famous NXT television report. They have got the Great American Bash coming up on Sunday. And we have seven matches announced for that show. Six on the main card, and one is a pre-show match. We've also got the Raw ratings for Monday night, and a couple of notes on Hulk Hogan getting engaged. Congratulations to him. Buff Bagwell, not congratulations. Buff Bagwell charged with driving under the influence of drugs and speeding. Spent two days in custody, arrested on July 13th. But once we get through the news, we are going to be joined, not by Mike Sembervivi today, in fact, but Lance Storm. And uh, we got two main things to talk to Lance about today, one of which is the NWA TNA show, if he has any comments on that atrocity. Although it was a much better atrocity than last week's atrocity, but uh, I think he watched it. He may have quit already. We'll find out after the break. But uh, also, the Abdullah the Butcher dark side of the ring, he has a lot to say about that episode as well. And I actually have a little bit to say about it. Because about uh, 10, 15 years ago, we did a, a shoot interview, a shoot video with uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Actually, it was right around uh, 2010. And I'll tell you why I remember as we get going here today. But that's what we'll talk about. We've got uh, text messages, obviously. If you want to text us, 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Threads, Instagram, Cameo, F4W Online. Cameo's 25% off. At this moment, because it's Christmas in July, apparently. At Brian Alvarez on X. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. 
so you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more, so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. SellFast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Oh, Lance Storm is joining us here today, and we got a lot to talk about. And Lance, did you watch this latest NWA TNA, or have you quit already? Oh, no, I, I watched it. All right. I was the one that texted you and said it was much better. Well, I mean, like 50 people did that, so. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we'll get to that in a moment. But first off, we got to talk about this Abdullah the Butcher, Dark Side of the Ring, because I have not seen it. I know you'll be shocked. But many revelations I have learned, Lance, including a very special one about you and your family that I did not know. Yeah, as as part of the episode, they get into the Devin Nichols lawsuit. Um, 
over the uh, hepatitis situation. And I've met Devin Nichols. He came to my school one day. But yeah, the, the weird thing is I've never wrestled him, but my brother, like my shoot brother has. And I, I don't imagine too many people know my brother wrestled very, very briefly. But uh, I think he had maybe three matches, one of which was a Devin Nichols. And well, what happened? Like he decided, you know, my brother's a huge wrestling star. I could, I could be uh, L, L, uh, whatever, of Lance Storm. The brother of Lance Storm. <laughs> no, he 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 lived in Calgary briefly. Um, well, several years. And I think it was just an easy Friday night. That's when Stampede ran at the local Legion every Friday night. And I think it was just a cheap night out. He would go down and eventually started helping them put up the ring and doing security. And they probably paid him a couple of beers a night because the, uh, the Legion paid. So he did security at Stampede for quite a while. And like anyone who's ever set up the ring at a wrestling show, if you get it set up early enough, you get in and you screw around. And he and another security guy started doing that. And they did a show and were short people. And I think he and the other security guy... The usual did, story. Yeah, did like a five-minute, probably a very crappy match between him and the security guy. And then on one of the Friday nights, they needed an opponent for Devin Nichols. Um, he had a rep for being stiff and uncooperative, and a lot of the Stampede guys in that era were really young. I know um, BSR, Michaels, Richard, BR, what, anyway, whatever his name is, MRB, um, he was like 17 at the time. So they were young kids, and Devin was huge with a shoot amateur background. So they probably just figured they'd feed my brother to him instead of them, but my brother was fairly scrappy. And he wanted to have a good match, so he and Devin came to my school, and I helped them put together a short match. And it was funny, because uh, he threw a couple live rounds, so my brother threw a couple live rounds back, and uh, Devin complained in the back afterwards about being potatoed, mm. and the locker room loved my brother after that. Uh, he wow. did not use my name. He wrestled under the name Dean Ranger. Dean Ranger. Yeah, Dean is his shoot middle name. How has no one no stole idea. that for NXT yet? I don't know. Dean Ranger. Yep. Huh. But he had maybe three, four matches. Um, but yeah, Devin, who was... Then uh, what? He was like, ah. Yeah, it's not something he wanted to do, and he would sure. have been close to 40 at the time. It was just, uh, huh, this was fun on a Friday night, and he had a couple of beers with the boys. Wow. Dean mm -hmm. Ranger. Yep. God, but, what if that uh, would have been your name? Dean Ranger. No, but his solution to getting potatoes was just uh, throw a couple of live rounds back and life goes on. Well, that's that's where the term receipt came from, of course, because yes. that's the way it used to be done. Mm -hmm. Although mm -hmm. classic, because they mentioned in the documentary that his WWE dreams were dashed by losing his uh, WWE contract. It was a this was back in the FCW days when he had the tryout. So it's not like he was passing up a million dollar opportunity. It was, you know, maybe. But uh, when he went to the tryout camp, I remember all the other Calgary guys that went were laughing because he was, I guess, stiffing the hell out of everybody the whole camp. And the last day someone stiffed him back and he threw a fit and almost started a fight. And the trainers had to pull him off and tell him he's a hypocrite because he's been stiffing guys the whole weekend. And then they offered him a contract. <laughs> wow. But he wasn't the guy that won the contract. That was back when they guaranteed someone would win a contract. Sure. He was one of the ones that were offered a deal, you know, weeks or a month later. Um, which is funny because I know one of the guys, I won't say who it was, but he was 
they send you a review afterwards, and I guess they have to point out all the things you did wrong to justify why they didn't hire you. And literally the day the guys from Calgary is reading how terrible he was and how poorly he did and all he needs to work on, that he got a phone call and they offered him a deal. Huh. And then he, much like Devin, didn't actually get hired because um, he failed his uh, medicals for uh, back when marijuana was still a banned substance. Mm. Wow. And uh, didn't get hired because of a marijuana test. How about that? Yeah. Well, you know, I have a brief Abdullah the Butcher story because, in fact, we did that uh, that uh, Wrestling Observer, forget exactly what it was Shoots. called. It was, yeah, it was a shoot interview with Abdullah the Butcher. And uh, this was in 20... I don't think he talked in character, so it would have to be a shoot promo. It was 20, 20, 2009 or 2010. I know this because it was about, um, I don't know how, maybe like, I'd have to go back. But the point is... Abdul the Butcher has got, like, uh, he does have an aura about him. And uh, he was he was obviously elderly, you know. He was uh, he passed away at, what, 80, 81 or 82, I think it was? So he would have been 69, 70 or something like that when we did these. he passed uh, away. These, am I wrong about that? Did I screw this whole thing up? I'm Googling now. Yeah. But um, the point is, Abdul the Butcher is still alive. Where yes. did I get the idea? He passed He's 82 away. and he's 82. still going. Okay. Well, anyway, I apologize for uh, uh, misremembering. But anyway, he uh, he was 69, 70 or so at the time. And he was, he was uh, you know, didn't get around very well. And uh, and he, you know, you know I think why I think he, I thought he passed away was because they did Dark Side of the Ring on the guy. But anyway, so uh, we went to do this deal and, you know, he was not in character but there was still that thing about Abdullah the Butcher. And, uh, you know, he, he just, I remember getting there and we did first, I think, I think we did a, uh, like they set up a thing, you know, in like a studio or whatever. And then later we went to Abdullah the Butcher's house of ribs and we, we ate there. And, uh, I just remember like my main, my main memory of all of this is I was sure that at some point this guy was going to try to cut me. <laughs> like, I had, I had no doubt in my mind whatsoever. I'm like, I'm going to be doing this interview, and I'm going to be asking some question, and this bro's going to, like, grab me, and he's going to have a fork, and he's going to, like, you know, fork me because, you know, we're doing a shoot interview. The camera's here and everything. Just, you know, I was I was so certain of this, and I, I kept going out of my way. You know, I didn't want to say, like, you're not going to cut me, are you? <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, you know, we're here, and I got to get back, and uh, I'm, I'm getting married because I was gonna, I was, I was shoot gonna get married, and so I think I told him it was like in a week or something like that, but it was actually a little bit further away. So it was thirteen years ago. But I, yeah, I kept telling him over and over, like, yeah, you know, when we get back, I'm, I'm getting married next week. Because I, I figured if I told him that I was gonna get married, he'd not try to just <laughs> carve up my forehead because I was getting married in a week, and uh, and it never happened. But we, uh, yeah, we we went to the house of ribs and it was just like a little tiny little nothing happening hole in the wall and i don't know what it was i had this idea that like you know it's it's the great abdul it's the famous abdul the butcher like he went all over the world and he made all of this money and my god this thing must be like this giant you know big fancy the the world famous abdul the butcher's house of ribs and it was just a tiny little place in the middle of nowhere and we went in and you know it was like in a basket with like a liner 
and uh, just, you know, it was, it was like, almost like fast food ribs. And it was fine. I mean, it wasn't like anything, you know, fabulous or anything like that. But, you know, he was a he was a nice enough guy, and we did the thing and everything like that. But, I mean, I just, the first time I ever saw him, like even, you know, out of character, there to do an interview, you know, everyone's getting paid to be professional. I was like, man, this guy may, he may go after me. That's what I thought, like, the whole time. He may go after me. So that's my memory. Yeah. I had two singles matches with him in Japan. And the first, he gigged in one, I gigged in the other. And I remember when I was the one to get color, it was like, I need to make sure I get a fair bit because I don't want him to decide I need more. <laughs> so it's like I need to to get enough. And I remember afterwards he was complimenting me on how good I was because I, I bled so much. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's a real talent to get a lot of color. It's more just a willingness than a talent. Yes. But he also, because he was, and it was something in the documentary, they said he was always a hustler for money. He would bring, you know, the paper disposable placemats that low-end restaurants have? Yeah, I ate on he one had, of the uh, House he, of Ribs. Yeah. Well, he would bring a stack of those menus because they had Abdullah the Butcher, House of Ribs. And well, Chinese hold that food hold that story. We're going to come back with the rest of this story after the break, everybody. Observer Live. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. 
Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also Wrestling Observer. No, he's not here. Lance is here. And Lance has got a story about one of those cheap placemats you get at a nothing happened in a restaurant. Yes, Abdullah the Butcher for his House of Ribs and Chinese Food had paper placemats that had the logo and pictures of him on it, just drawn in cartoon. And he would bring a stack of them with him to Japan and sell them like merchandise. Because as it said in the documentary, he was always a hustler. And I remember the last night of the tour, we would inevitably have to drive like all night. You know, we'd get in the bus after the show and drive till like, you know, the middle of the night or the morning to get back to Tokyo. And we get back to our hotel in Tokyo at like 3 or 4 a.m. And I'm getting off the bus, moving, you know, grabbing my bag to go in. And I'm like, where's Abby? And I look and he's across the street at the Lawson station, which would be a Japanese 7-Eleven. And he's trying to convince the guy behind the counter to buy some of his paper placemats. I don't know whether he's trying to barter to get food for them or what, but he's like, he's selling merch at 4 a.m. I'm like, dude, you have to be making more money than me. I wouldn't do that. It's not what you make. It's what you save, Lance. Well, you know he, this. He was a hustler from day one. He yes. wouldn't sign autographs in restaurants unless the person picked up the bill. Wow. Yeah, he was a hustler. These and some, the question remains tricks. whether he could read or not, and I have no idea. Hmm. Well, any other uh, any other memories, any other comments from that dark side, or should we talk about TNA? Uh, we can hit TNA if you like. Well, what do you think of this show? I liked it so much more, um, I think more than you guys did, but the biggest thing to me is it's like it was no longer abusive towards women. Well, there was one spot where it was. Well, not really, because Goldilocks blew a comeback, and they, again, to explain the spot, when he, she's interviewing the Dups, she tells them to behave themselves or she's leaving, and the one Dup suggesting he push somebody to start a fight, and turns, and the back of his hand touches her breast, and she just looks at him and says, if you do that again, you'll be singing soprano, and scares them both, and they back down, and she wasn't taking their crap anymore and there was no other derogatory abusive behavior to, towards women and no more groping on the show so that alone made it a just gigantic improvement to me well apparently jerry jarrett wrote about this episode in his book and he hated it and no uh, he hated the episode before no he hated this one he hated oh. this one too he thought the timing of the main event was absolutely horrible he thought the place looked like a dump 
he had a lot of complaints about this this particular show here. And it was a Vince Russo show, for those of you that uh, were listening last night. This but I think he show. wrote about the last episode and complained about the treatment of women and the sexualization. Oh, he hated, he hated the last one, too. And put his foot down this week. But uh, he for sure hated this episode also. It did look like a rinky-dink, tiny little building. Yes. Well, you know, it was a rinky-dink, <laughs> tiny little building. So <laughs> There may be a connection. They spent all day trying to clean it up and make it look good, and that's what they got. So imagine if they hadn't done that. Should have had just horses in the background. and Although Lake U, low-key, and uh, the amazing red was... Uh... A lot of fun and really good and didn't have any BS at the end of it. Yeah. You and know what's funny as I watched that match, I was thinking about this, is uh, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor was really what launched a style of wrestling that has not changed. Like, if you go back and watch 1990s uh, WWE, well, WWF doesn't really count because they've just... There's a style Vince likes, and he wants people to work that style, and they've been doing that forever, okay? But outside of WWE, like if you if you watch an old WCW show, I mean, for the most part, you know, they have some matches like, like Eddie and, and Ray, you know, that Halloween Havoc match. But, I mean, even that, I think you would watch it, and you would think, like, that was a great match for that time period. But I don't remember in the Monday Night Wars when we reviewed those shows, Watching any matches where I where I thought like, you know, this is this is a this is modern. Like you could put this on a show today, and it would look just like any other match today. Most of them were two and a half minutes long. But when you watch Red and Low Key, it's like you could put that exact same match move for move on Dynamite, and it would not look out of place at all. It would be one of the best matches on the show, maybe the best match on the show. And it's just incredible that, like, Ring of Honor allowed or kind of popularized this style, and it kind of worked its way elsewhere into, you know, NWA, TNA, and then later into, you know, the actual TNA. But it TNA was also the style that Jerry Lynn and Lightning Kid were doing a decade before. They Kind of. But if you watch, I would bet you anything, if you watch Lightning Kid and Jerry Lynn, you would not say that exact same match would not be out of place on Dynamite today. It would be different. They would be doing more, you know, uh, I feel like it's just, you, you. this match would have been a match today. Like, nothing has changed, really. The, no. the, this, I'll put it this way. The state of the art in 2001 is exactly there 2002. It's exactly the same as it is today. Some people do some crazier things, some lucha stuff or whatever. You know, maybe everyone's a little more stiff or whatever you might say. But, I mean, that big jump happened in 2001, and we really haven't seen another one since. No? Yeah. In a lot of ways, Ring of Honor is just the NWA TNA show without with all the crap removed. That is what it is, yes. They they stole they stole a few good things from, uh, from Ring of Honor. Well, the X Division style is... Yeah, current style. Yes, not a lot has changed. Anything else on that show? No, that was about it. The I was like the announcers with who's this gigantic British guy, but um, I thought the oh I, I really liked the Monty Brown R Truth promo angle. I'm like they both did 
good promos. It was fired up. And I'm like, at the end of this, I'm like, I want to see our truth. Uh, he had just become the truth, I guess, here. But I wanted to see truth versus Monty Brown. And I'm like, that was a successful segment. It was wrestling centric. It's like both guys came off as believable and real and serious. And I'm like, I want to see that match. Hopefully we get it uh, in the reasonably near future. But uh, and like you, I am I've had my fill of Jeff Jarrett concussing guys with chair and chairs and just wailing on people. Some are smart enough to get their hands up. Some aren't. And it's just like enough with the chairs my god it's just or get un- your your silly hands up get your hands up wow. everybody almost twice i in said a week. silly you it's did. irritating you know it's funny lance before i got into a real ring i did matches for the ywf at a gymnastics facility with all my buddies and you know what i have videos and like i'll swing a chair at the psycho and he puts his hand up 1993 he knew enough to put your hand up when someone swings a chair at you. The thing is, if you know how to swing them properly and you know how to get one hand up properly, you can make it look like you're actually getting hit in the head with a chair. Sure, that's the that's the but, trick. And I actually just saw, it was a photo from FMW, and this is where this all started. Japanese chairs, the seat is riveted to the frame, and if you hit people hard enough and they don't put their hands up, the seat will explode and pop off, and it's a hell of a visual. And people going to ECW or into FMW stopped putting their hands up. And then people in ECW who weren't too smart started, oh, don't put your hands up. This way do it in Japan. I'm like, our seats don't pop off. This will kill people. And they started swinging them as hard as they did in Japan to make the seat pop off. And like in karate, if the board breaks, it doesn't actually hurt that much. But they started saying it looked fake if you put your hands up. And I was always like, If you legit just swung that chair at my head, my reaction would be to put my hands up. Exactly. Just like when you go to ram someone's, you know, head under the steps, the natural reaction, if it were real, would be to try to block it with your hands. I don't know, man. And it's funny because, like, have you ever met someone in your life, ever, who was a wrestling fan and they acknowledged that it was fake but then one day in the middle of a normal fake match, a guy hit a guy in the head with a chair unprotected. Yeah, the fan ever go, this whole match must be real. <laughs> Did you ever convince anybody that it was real because they took one unprotected hair, hair shot to the head? They might go, wow, he whacked him with that one. But they're not going to believe the whole match is real. So if you don't believe the whole match is real, then put your hands up. Well, I think we've gotten into the territory now of People see taking abuse as a badge of honor, and fans also seem to respect people more if they take legitimate abuse and end up cut up and welted up and scarred up, and it's like, okay, um, we used to take pride in not touching anybody. Exactly. And you know what? You took pride in not touching anybody, but at the same time, a lot of people got all beat up and injured and had you know rough lives afterwards. Like, maybe if everybody did a better job explaining how hard it was when you're actually doing it right and safe, it's still dangerous. Maybe you wouldn't have to actually do dangerous things for some weird reason con- convincing. Like, what is it? Like, you think the fans won't respect the business if they don't know how hard it is or anything like that? Like, do you do you watch Cirque du Soleil and go, well, no one got hurt. That's not hard. Of course not. I got to talk about something else. After the break, Observer Live. 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, before we get into uh, NXT, a couple news notes. We'll have a full NXT report on Wrestling Observer Radio tonight and the Brian Avini Show tomorrow night. we got a lot more time, particularly on Brian Avini, 90 minutes to cover two shows. But anyway, tonight's Dynamite. We have Orange Cassidy AR Fox for the international title. Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland. Britt Baker versus Taya Valkyrie, who is not Lyra Valkyra. That's someone different. Pac will face gravity, as we all do on a daily basis. MJF <laughs> and Adam Cole 
We'll be doing a promo, and John Moxley and Claudio will face the best friends and the Lucha Brothers in a three-way. That's the lineup tonight. Albany, New York. We've also got the Great American Bash on Sunday for NXT. And the lineup has Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title, which should be an excellent match. Dominic Mysterio will face Mustafa Ali and Wes Lee in a three-way for the North American title. Gallus will defend against Tony D and Stax for the tag team titles. Tiffany Stratton versus Thea Hale for the NXT women's title. Gable Steveson, who made the decision, he is out of amateur wrestling. He is not going for a second Olympic gold medal. He is not going for another NCAA title. He is out. He is going to wrestle Baron Corbin on Sunday. We have a weapons wild match with Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport. And on the pre-show, yes, Nathan Frazier, Dragon Lee, Ulyssa Leone, and Valentina Faraz versus Noam Dar, Oro Mensa, Lash Legend, and Jakara Jackson. That is your pre-show match. We'll talk about the build in a moment. Raw Monday, 1.82 million viewers. 0.57 in 18 to 49, and a 0.43 in 18 to 34, which is big. And of course, you had uh, Logan Paul there. Logan Paul, you know, whatever you want to say about the guy, they always put up those, um, you know, like how many people watched such and such videos on YouTube. Brandon Thurston's got the charts. And uh, it'll be like, you know, here's a clip of uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna doing a thing. Here's a clip of whatever. Well, uh, on Monday, you know, the uh, social media of Logan Paul was obviously the highest because he's a social media guy. So uh, his stuff was number one. But the funny one actually was on uh, on on Friday's SmackDown. So as we've been talking about, the bloodline is like doing monster numbers. Every time you put Roman Reigns on television, or even without Roman Reigns, a Jey Uso segment last week, it's always the highest rated thing on the show. Like uh, it did one and a half million on FS1 for that uh, the segment with Roman Reigns. But the videos as well, there's like, Brandon's got this, you know, all the videos that kind of do a line like this, you know, this one's doing, you know, 300, 400, 700, blah, blah, blah. Well, they're all kind of in a, in a line like this. And then the Bloodline one goes like straight up in the air. It got so many people watching that on, on uh, YouTube as well. So 1.87 million first, 1.91 million second, 1.67 million third. So uh, the contract signing didn't do all that great, Rollins and Finn Balor. But there you go. But I will say it's 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 more than just them being hot. It's a credit to the booking, in my opinion, that the most important, most featured angle you're booking is the one that's drawing the views and the ratings. Like occasionally you'll see like just a completely unimportant, goofy thing, and it's like it's the most viewed, it's the most over. And I see that as an indictment because you're telling a story and a tertiary character is the hottest thing in your story. You're telling a poor one. But when the main event segment, it used to be, you know, back in the day, oh, the Austin McMahon thing is the hottest segment. It always draws the best numbers. It's like, well, it's supposed to. It's the main program. So it's a credit to them for rising to the occasion. But it's also a credit to the booking in that your audience is completely in tune with how you're booking your show. And by the way, for those of you that are wondering, it was not four straight weeks of the women being the highest rated quarter on Raw. They were the second highest rated quarter 
Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, the whole segment they did that quarter, that was the second highest rated thing on the show. And uh, the first highest rated was actually Dirty Dom and, uh, and Sami Zayn. And Rhea Ripley was out there, but I will not give her credit for that segment. Doing so this as well. Judgment Day thing's pretty hot. Judgment Day is the hottest thing on Raw. And Bloodline is the hottest thing on SmackDown. And really, there ain't much close, to be honest. Rhea's incredible right now. She's awesome. Match last night was great. All right, a couple of uh, NXT notes. So it did start off with Dom and Rhea coming down to the ring. And Wesley comes out and he's mad because Dom beat him for the title. And then uh, out comes um, Ali. And Ali is really mad because Ali was supposed to get a shot at Wesley. But Wesley decided to defend against Dom and lost the title. So Ali's all angry, and he accidentally... You know, people accidentally say things they're not supposed to say on a live mic. He accidentally says that Wesley was stupid. And so now Wesley is angry. And so they go back and forth, and uh, eventually they... Uh, it leads to Rhea basically setting up the three-way at Great American Bash. And Dom is he's like, are you sure we should do this? And she says, Mommy is never wrong. So it is a three-way coming up on... Sunday. We had the schism against Ilya Dragunov, Trick Williams, and Carmelo Hayes. And, uh, you know, it's funny. This Trick Williams, everybody likes Trick Williams. He's like a big baby face. So they have to figure out something they can chant when he's in the ring. And they chant, whoop that trick. Which doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but it makes them happy. So they chant it. And the story here is that uh, this was, it's kind of weird they're, they're doing the, the comeback and everything like that. Gacy goes up top, and two of the masked dyad guys yank, rip, and jagger off the apron. And then Gacy misses a splash. Carmelo hits a leg drop for the pin. And, you know, if there's anybody that hasn't figured it out yet, the two masked guys are uh, the Creeds, who lost the Loser Leaves Town match. And uh, the announcers, two masked guys... Who in storyline we're not supposed to know are the Creeds. Yank Dyad members off the apron, their own teammates. And the announcers are like, What was that? Oh, well, anyway, and they just move on. And I'm like, That's kind of a big story, but wasn't a big story to them that night. I have a booking idea, but I don't have time for it right now. So you'll have to listen to Brian and Vinny tomorrow. Then we had Bon Wagner beating Big Body Javi, and uh, he squashes him, and then the fans chant, We want tables. And so uh, Wagner takes him outside. He power bombs him through the table. The place going crazy. Wagner's celebrating. The fans love him. And all of a sudden, he gets sliced in two by Braun Breaker. Braun spears the heck out of him. And then Braun Breaker gets this chair. And I think he's supposed to, like, he's got the chair, but, like, everybody comes down to break it up. But no one's there. And so Braun gets his chair, and he lifts it up. And no one's there. And so I think he figures... Well, I'm not supposed to hit him, but I got to do something. And so his response is, he slams a chair on the ground. And then everybody jumps in and they break it up. I died. Elia met with Carmelo. So they do these uh, these inset promos with Elia. And they're, they're like, they're very weird verbiage. But he's like such an intense wild man that he kind of sort of makes him work. But he did not do that on this show. On this show, in that uh, match that they'd had earlier, 
Elio went for the headbutt, and he accidentally hit Trick. And Trick is very angry about he it. He whooped that Trick? He whooped that Trick, actually. And so, uh, you know, Trick is, you know, he storms up to him, and he wants to fight, and, and Carmelo's trying to hold him off. And, uh, like, man, this Ilya Dragunov in his street clothes, calmly explaining, you need to, you need to prevent your buddy from challenging me tonight. Because if he challenges me tonight, I am going to break him. And he has a way of, of saying this in such a calm manner. that You're like, this guy might be a serial killer. Like, he horrified me with this promo. Then we had Gable Steveson come out to make his decision. You know, there have been a couple of Gable Steveson segments where he's shown a lot of charisma of late. But he showed zilch. Absolutely zilch in this segment. I mean, he was just... A, a human being saying words, and he's teasing that he might do this or that, and then out comes Corbin to save the day, believe it or not. And Corbin's explaining, you know, you should go back to the Olympics. You should go back for that NCAA title. Because if you don't, you're going you're gonna to end up here and you're going to do something you've never done before, which is fail. It's not amateur wrestling. I will make you question your existence. And Gable says, you've made my decision that much easier. Me and you at the Great American Bash. And so it's on. We had Cora Jade and Dana Brooke in a kendo stick match. And uh, the match itself wasn't very good, really. But they made the most of that kendo stick. Man, they just whacked each other with those kendo stick shots. And finally, Dana suplexed her onto a pile of sticks and chairs, hit her with a senton on the pile, and pinned her. We had another Mello and Elia segment. And then uh, Tony D and Stax versus Bronco Lima and Lucian Price. And uh, I did not go back in my notes and see, you know, which guy I said looked better than the other last week. But regardless, uh, this week, Bronco Lima looked miles beyond Lucian Price. May have been the same last week, but I, I got to go back and check. But they're both super green. But uh, Bronco is, is much, much faster. He's much more explosive. And I thought they were going to go in there and do like a, just a two-minute match or whatever. But, man, they put in time. And I can't say like it was a really good match because, you know, Bronco and Lucien are so green. But when you think about how green Tony D is, he's had probably like two dozen matches in his whole career. And, you know, Stax had, I think, done some indie stuff before or whatever. But this match was like so much better than at any right to be. And they put in time. And finally, they hit their double-team finish on Lucy, and they pinned him. And so they're going on to face the uh, champions for the tag titles on Sunday. Gals did a promo building that up. We had a, uh, a Roxanne and uh, Blair Davenport uh, pre-tape deal. They brawled in a convenience store. <laughs> like, Roxanne found her and attacked her. Because, uh, you know, Blair's been doing these promos talking about how this is a woman's division. You're just a little girl. And if you watch a lot of Roxanne, like sometimes she just comes off as, you know, she's sweet and little. In this brawl, man, she was crazed. And uh, I thought it was very, very effective in showing the other side of Roxanne because she actually can come across as like a complete maniac. And man, she's destroying Blair and just she beat the crap out of her in this convenience store. She probably took tips from Booker T about fighting in a store. Well, she may have. Whoever was responsible for this, there you go. He fought Steve Austin in a grocery store. That's right.
Then we had a uh, metaphor segment to set up the uh, the deal on Sunday. Talk more about that later on. Clips of Angel and Umberto freaking out backstage. They, they broke up basically last week, and Umberto starts screaming at him. And he says, you need to listen to me for the first time in my life. Are we chasing women or are we chasing glory? I ain't doing this anymore, and he storms off. So I actually think they're not breaking up. I think they're they're going to repackage themselves as a as a team, and uh, I think that's where they're going here. Then we had uh, Rhea Ripley and Lyra, and uh, they had a very good match. Rhea did a great job, sold a ton for her, beat her up, lots of great near falls at the end. They had these fans going nuts by the end of this match, and they weren't super into it at the beginning. And finally, Lyra hit one big kick after another, went for a springboard, booted out of midair, hit with the riptide for the pin, and then Rhea helped her up afterwards, said, go prove me right and beat J.C. Jane. So giving her the acknowledgement that, man, you did a great job here tonight. As Edge said, you swam. And then the main event was the big brawl between Elia and Trick. And, oh, my God, Elia absolutely left both of these dudes for dead. He killed them. And uh, he was awesome. So anyway, I thought it was a good go-home show. And we'll be back after the break, Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. 
What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance, what's going on with Impact? Uh, Thursday on Access TV is our weekly show, Fight Network in Canada, and this Friday and Saturday in Chicago at the Cicero Stadium. Again, it's not a stadium, but I think that's what it's called. Uh, in Chicago, we're taping uh, Impact Wrestling Television Fridays and Saturdays in Chicago. So come out and see us and catch Impact Wrestling Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Access TV in the U.S., Fight Network in Canada. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up for today. But later on tonight, myself and Dave Meltzer, we got a lot to talk about. We'll be doing the AEW and NXT reports. And uh, we got a lot of news to talk about from the last couple of days as well. And then tomorrow, Observer Live and the Brian and Vinny Show talking AEW and NXT. And uh, if you did not watch uh, Brian and Vinny last night, we are doing a contest. Granny needs her own theme, and it needs to be a polka theme. And uh, it cannot be something that YouTube will not allow. So you have to create your own polka song. But I am personally giving away $100 to the winner. Granny will judge. And you got about three weeks to do it. But you can listen to last night's Brian and Vinny show for info on how to enter. And we might have some other contests coming up as well, because we've got some other fun things. But Lance, thank you as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies, top tiers on YouTube. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>